In the spirit of reconciliation, Integrated Living acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Today's podcast, we're talking about managing diabetes and our Wellness for Independence program. We have back on the program here, Christine Crockett, who heads up our Wellness for Independence program. And we also have our beautiful guest and client, Margie. Welcome, Margie. Thank you. Now, firstly, I want to throw to Chris, who has started the Wellness for Independence program from scratch to benefit community members across Australia, and especially to liberate uh, clients in terms of preventative health care, educating, informing, but also making sure that these various health programs are practical at an individual level as well. So Chris, I'll just get you to reintroduce yourself for people that may not have listened to the first podcast that you were featured in, a bit about yourself, your role and what brought you to Integrated Living. Well, hello Marge, Freya and everybody out there. I'm Chris Crockett. I am the wellness lead. I've been involved with Integrated Living Australia with wellness for independence programs for, I would say, five years now. And prior to that, I was nursing, doing a lot of different nursing for about 20 years. I have had a big stint in palliative nursing, oncology nursing, of course, done all the medical and surgical stuff with orthopaedic. Worked over in Western Australia as a uh, charge nurse in a special day surgical procedure. Yeah, basically, my passion was always with nursing. I always loved it and stuck with it. I got the opportunity to have a go at Wellness for Independence and I have not looked back. This by far is my most passionate role in nursing and I can't see myself moving anywhere else for a little while longer because I can see so many amazing results and see so many people achieve and do well from it. That's basically my background. I am from Victoria. I have done a lot of travel around Australia and through overseas as well. And yeah, have got a bit of experience behind me. Wellness for Independence is a, a pretty amazing thing. There's lots of health promotion involved. And I think that's what we really need to go forward with. We're so lucky to have you, Chris, holding the reins for Wellness for Independence. Uh, no person better qualified or enthusiastic and passionate as you are for preventative health in the community. So thank you so much for joining us and for your ongoing commitment to running this program for older Australians. We'd love to have a bit of a deep dive into one particular program that you run, which is the Managing Diabetes and Foot Care Program. Can you tell us a little bit about the delivery mode, how often it's run, and a bit of an outline of the program for anyone thinking, oh, I might chat to my GP about a referral to this, or how do I get access? Okay, um, so we run a diabetes and foot care wellness program um, nationally where integrated living is available. And just depending on how many clients in the area are interested in doing it, we will get a group together regardless. So it's just really about reaching out to integrated living and, and requesting that. 
eligibility is for 65 years and over. And if you're a Torres Strait Islander or Aboriginal person, you can also be over 50. So that's um, also there. This program basically talks about diabetes in general, what it is. We talk about how the anatomy and physiology of your body with how diabetes evolves, different types of diabetes, how we can manage uh, any issues you have in regards to diabetes. We try to help people that are pre-diabetic by giving them lots of information and education on how to slow down the progress or even prevent diabetes becoming fully blown. We also talk foot care in relation to diabetes. So you'll get a podiatrist that will come in and present and give you a lot of really good information over usually a couple of sessions. Um, And these sessions usually go over two hours per week. Our programs do run over 16-week periods. So we meet up every week for two hours, mainly on Zoom with the way COVID has been. But generally speaking, we do have face-to-face programs when we are allowed to get back together and do our classes together, which is really lovely. So you've got both options sort of sitting there. But, yeah, there's lots and lots of information. We talk about lifestyle changes. We talk about genetics. There's so much. Margie probably might just be triggering now when she did it with me. But it was a little while back when Margie did it, around 2019, I think, Margie, did the program. So, yes. Just brilliant. Obviously, this program covers a lot of ground and even questions for someone that may be pre-diabetic and and I'll ask you some specific questions, Margie, about your experience. But when Chris just mentioned their um, foot care and diabetes, to someone that's not privy or ready to diabetic health care and preventative health care, you might be scratching your head a little bit and thinking, what's foot care got to do with diabetes? So just in that very general sense, we, we might touch on that throughout this discussion as well. But I'll throw to you, Margie, because I'm really interested to hear about how you first heard about this service, but also a bit about your health journey as well. What, what actually drew you to integrated living in the first instance? Well, in around uh, 2014, I think um, Integrated Living came into Ballarat and they were holding a a seminar, which I was invited to, which explained some of the programs that they would be running. I was very interested in it and I knew that I would have to contact aged care and apply for approval to some of the programs. The diabetes program came along for me at just the right time because I had uh, had some uh, annual blood tests and urine tests with my doctor and results came back and revealed that I was in the pre-diabetic range with my tests. So this uh, diabetes program, I was um, over the moon about really that I could uh, be involved and participate in it. I learned so much. Sounds like the timing was was right on for you in particular. And what did when you say you learnt so much, what did you learn from the diabetes and the foot care program? Uh, from the diabetes program itself, a lot about dietary health, uh, exercise, how important it is to exercise as well as eat right, uh, reduce your fats and sugars, read your labels when shopping, look at ingredient lists to help with your choices. It's a big one, the the dietary choices and learning about nutritional values of foods and what levels are, are okay and, and what's starting to tip the balance a little bit. 
Yes, well, with the foot care program, that was excellent too because there were a lot of things I didn't know about foot care and diabetes, you know, such as when you have diabetes, um, your circulation uh, diminishes and your sense of touch may not be as well felt as when it was when you had perfectly healthy feet and or learned how to uh, look for signs of things that were unusual on my feet. Taught, I was already seeing a podiatrist, but I think podiatry is so important with diabetes. There's a lot of things that can go wrong, but the podiatrist did come into our class over two consecutive weeks. She was amazing uh, with what she taught us about how to cut your toenails properly, how to even if you uh, are not uh, fit enough to uh, get down and check your feet, you can um, put a mirror down there to check the underneath part of your foot. She taught us about uh, proper footwear, um, corns and calluses, fungal diseases and all that sort of thing to look for and how we would go about uh, seeking help to treat it from our doctors. Such practical, like even that tip that um, if mobility or flexibility is an issue, here, grab a mirror and this yes. is how you can self-assess. And, of course, it sounds like the contact details for podiatry clinics nearby to be able to get that expert level of care required as well. Um, yeah. So in, interested to know, Margie, it sounds like you went through the program a little while ago. Um, what are some yeah. of the, the lasting benefits um, you know, in terms of um, habit setting and, and lifestyle changes, um, have you found you've applied since the program? Oh, definitely exercise. I wasn't uh, great for exercising, but uh, it's helped me improve my outlook. My mood is so much better since exercising. And as far as uh, diet goes, I've learned all about these all these new foods that I can replace the old things that I used to eat, such as butter, a lot of fats I used to eat, a lot of unhealthy cakes and and that sort of thing. And there are a, healthier, a lot healthier versions that you can uh, find. I particularly found really helpful the uh, Diabetes Australia website because they have heaps of recipes on there you know you can and tasty things that you can cook uh, you know can you can you name any any of your favorite recipes at all are there any any recommendations well um I particularly like a bolognese recipe that I cut down the meat with and add uh, more uh, kidney beans and things other vegetables into it you know to bulk it out which is one of my favorite meals um, omelettes I love and add more vegetables to them, mushrooms, tomatoes, onions. Uh, Delicious. Sort of omelettes yes, are a great uh, option. Yes, yeah. Oh, that's great. And what, if, what about sweeties? Any healthy sweeties? <laughs> well, I know that you can buy, um, and I don't tend to eat a lot of sweets these days, but you can buy ice cream with less uh, fat and sugar. You can Excellent. buy Icy poles, that sort of thing with uh, less sugar in them. You can buy sugar-free lollies. There's lots of things in your supermarket in the health food aisle that you can choose from too. So That's great. Thank you, Margie. Yeah. That's really practical as well. And in terms of access to this program and funding options as well, we often 
recommend for people in the community that don't even know these programs exist when they first find out they exist? Oh my gosh, how do I get access to this? There are a couple of ways of going about it. There's either a a GP referral, of course, or general practitioner referral or accessing the My Age Care portal. I, I heard that earlier in this interview, you've just said that you use the My Age Care portal to access the service. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about My Age Care and, and how that can be step one in terms of accessing some extra supports? Yeah, so I, uh, I prefer to speak to My Age Care by phone. I, I found them really helpful, the uh, ladies that I speak to there, and uh, you explain to them that you've uh, found out about this program or another particular program and are you eligible and can you be approved for it? And they will look into it straight away and tell you and give you approval uh, because they've got that information from your doctor. All you have to say to them is uh, who you see and uh, what your diagnosis is from your doctor, what chronic health condition you may have, and it all just goes ahead from there. Brilliant. Thank you, Margie. And, and Chris, you might be able to add some detail if, if there are listeners that are thinking, oh, but, you know, I'm, I'm interested to access this program privately because I, you know, I don't have a diagnosis, but I know my family risk is high. I want to access this this knowledge. How do people access the program privately if they choose to self-fund? Absolutely. So they can just ring Integrated Living. We've got a 1300 number, 1300 782 896, where they can ring. And if they just mention they'd like to do a wellness for independence program, we'll get them on track and find them a program that suits them. Just going back to my aged care, clients can also just, like Margie said, make the phone call. They just have to make sure that when they do um, go into the my aged care or on that phone call to mention that it is an Integrated Living Australia program and they, they need to have an assessment. So it does help them if they've got a GP or one of us nurses from Integrated Living Australia, help them access the right funding type if they are CHSP, so if they're not funding themselves. But privately, absolutely just contact our phone number and we will definitely help you with uh, everything that's involved. And same with home care packages. If you've got a home care package, level one, two, three or four, you'll get support with your um, level one and two from the government to pay for that so you don't have to pay anything. And level three and fours, there is a cost um, through your package, but lots and lots of people are happy to, if they've got a level three and four, are happy to expend, you know, to do the program through their package. And we'll guide you with that as well. Very good advice there, Chris, as well. And I suppose the other message here too is not to wait until you need the service to give My Age Care a call uh, or give Integrated Living a call, a community health services provider and at least get on that waiting list and get assessed in the first instance. You might not feel that your needs are very complex or it might just be you know, a bit of extra help around the home or access to these um, educational resources as well to, to help improve lifestyles. But don't wait until things get really bad. It's all about preventative health, getting on the, the register with My Age Care and at least on that assessment register is highly recommended earlier in the piece. Absolutely, Freya. 
I have found that with a lot of these programs, we've been the first port of call um, helping a lot of the clients access my aged care. And I can personally say, even with my mum who's um, got cognitive decline, you know, I've got her in there and she didn't need any services and all of a sudden now she does, but she's it's been so easy just to transition her into those. So please listen to Freya and, and get in there if you're over 65 join a program or just give my aged care a call and access, get into the to my aged care and, yeah, get the ball moving. Did you have anything you wanted to add there, Margie? Is this the, the first of a few services or programs that you've been able to access through the service? Oh, yes, I've, I've done um, a few of the programs, memory wellness being my first one. I just love the social aspect of them as well and the group environment and even whether you are in a class environment or you're on Zoom, everybody gets to talk to each other. And, you know, we have a few jokes and that sort of thing. It's a light light mood in the class and they're really informative. You learn so much. I love them. I would just do as fast as the classes come along. <laughs> if I were just eligible, I would just keep doing them. We hear this time and time again that the social aspect of these classes are yeah. uh, just as, if not more important this year, especially, and, and last year, the social aspect is really critical to that feeling of connectedness and and that lightness in your day, that feeling that, you know, you've, you've got something on today connecting with other like-minded people and you're actually nourished afterwards, uh, yes, you know, yes. yeah, socially nourished. <laughs> and you make friends too. It's an opportunity to make new friends and uh, meet new people. So it's wonderful in that way too. Fantastic. It's quite amazing too how um, I find that a lot of people tend to call me back and say, oh, it's just such a supportive program because a lot of us are in the same situation and we share our stories and, you know, help each other learn from each other and it's quite amazing. And I've often said the things that I've learned from you guys out there, the clients, is pretty amazing. It's just such an amazing program. I just, I love it. That's why I'm so passionate too. I get it. We might actually touch on that. Yeah, just a get to know you perspective as well, Margie, um, in terms of your career and, you know, what you were doing pre-retiree years. Um, have you always been living in regional Victoria? or and um, No, you know, no I, I hadn't. Um, I've only been up in Ballarat for 10 years. I am a Melbourneite. There uh, we go. <laughs> Melbourne suburbs. And so... Do you know what? I have found out from friends in Melbourne that here in regional Ballarat, we get so much more support in aged care than what people in Melbourne do. Maybe they don't have the same opportunities in different areas. But, yeah, so I lived in Melbourne for that long. I've been up here in Ballarat for 10 years. I absolutely love it here. Say what's drawn you to Ballarat? Well, my sister lived up here for many years and uh, when um, she said to me when I was due to retire, why don't you move up and live near us in Ballarat? So I decided to do just that and I've been here and loved it ever since. Fantastic. And and you were yeah. just going to say a little bit about your pre-retiree years, um, you know, what, what your line oh, yeah. of work was. Yes, yes, I worked in uh, administration for 25 years in Melbourne in a car dealership. So that was uh, a great job. I loved my work. 
Um, but it was good to get to the end of it and retirement so much better. You've got so many more opportunities to do lots of different things. Freedom with your time. And, and and this is the time where you start to look after yourself a bit better. Yes. And uh, you have more time to yourself because uh, your families are growing up and so you can focus on your needs and some of those are our health needs. So That's such a nice segue to my last question, Margie, and that's about what advice you have for listeners considering accessing these services or making plans for additional support. We know that, you know, perhaps some people listening in, they may even be personal support. So they might have um, an older mum or dad who, you know, they can see might benefit from some extra supports around the home. But for some reason, there's there's a bit of um, reticence to to reach out for that extra help. What what would you say for those people that uh, could benefit from supports, but maybe think they're not deserving or they're not bad enough? What would what would you suggest for oh, them? God. I'd say just go for it because I'm uh, on the edge of diabetes. I'm not fully diabetic, and with the other programs too, it's not all about being in decline. It's like, as Chris said before, it's preventative. The memory wellness one I did, for instance, uh, learning all about the human brain and dementia and how, you know, you can help yourself. Uh, even uh, meeting someone new every day opens up a new pathway in your brain. But don't be afraid to apply for help with, as you say, in my aged care have the options for people you only don't have to have much wrong with you to get someone to come and help you with your housework it's uh just to make life easier as you say can make a huge difference huge difference and we you know we we work in the service that that provides the help and and so we see the benefits on the other side of that experience where people are receiving the supports of course and domestic assistance some clean something simple like cleaning or or hanging out the ironing doing some gardening work and what that means in terms of falls prevention and just hygiene keeping on top of work around the house and just you know even if it's just someone once a week or once a fortnight, offering that extra hand just to take the edge off. It's um, like all the world. Yes, Freya, I do have someone come in once a fortnight to help me uh, with my floors because I also suffer from arthritis. And so that makes a huge difference. And the gardener that comes to help out with the gardening, that makes such a huge difference, you know, and it just makes you feel better knowing that you can get these things done. It's really, when I do these programs, for and, and Margie, quote me if I'm wrong, but the important part of it is people want to stay at home. People don't want to go into yeah. hospital or into, into nursing homes or into That's care. It. They want to stay at home and we can help them with these programs and our services like domestic help, like the gardening, all the different things, even the allied health, we have Zoom classes that can do exercise classes. There's so much we can do to help keep people at home. Um, we educate them on how to make their house safer so they don't have or they have less like, likeliness to fall. There is so much going for it. And, and people, it's exciting because we can set them up and then they can stay home with services. At the moment, you might not need them, but it's there if you do and it, it will help you stay at home. That's the bottom line. 
Yes, I agree with that, Chris, and that's another program I've participated in, the Falls Prevention. Integrated living's got so much to offer. Yeah. <laughs> so great, ladies. Yeah. Look, thank, thank you so much, Margie and Chris, for your time and for joining us today in the Live Well podcast. We know that our listeners tuning in today are going to get something huge out of our chat and, and what you've shared as well, not only about this particular course, but also the, the virtual programs that are offered at large within the Wellness for Independence programs, that the accessibility is definitely there for people right across Australia. And uh, if listeners want to uh, check out our website, integratedliving.org.au, they can find out more details about this specific program that was mentioned today, Managing Diabetes, but also the broader programs across the Wellness for Independence programs that are offered. Um, Tune in to the Live Well podcast for more inspiring stories of older Australians living in rural, regional and remote areas around the country. And until next time. If you, a family member or friend, is interested in learning more about Integrated Living Australia's services, head to our website at www.integratedliving.org.au or call us on 1300 782 896 or follow us on social media by searching Integrated Living Australia. We look forward to you joining us for the next episode of the Live Well podcast.